be back. Because once again, it's time for another bikini movie review. <laughs> right here on the Boss of Horror YouTube channel. I am your hostess with the mostest, Shelly from Kelly. And this week we are going to review the one, the only, Terminator 2. <laughs> now I know my first one was Back to the Future 2. And there's no conspiracy or anything like that. I just like that when... Both of these films went to the second version of it, I guess you would call it. They dive in more into the characters and kind of fill in the blanks. And for me, it makes me connect more with the characters. And I think that's the short answer of why I like the two so much. So let's get right into it. Well, I don't know about you guys, but um, the first time I ever saw Back to the Future, or excuse me, Terminator 2, was, uh, what was it, 91, I was 11 years old, dating myself, and it was one of those films that just like, oh, it scared me, it made me cry, it made me curious, it inspired me, it scared me, <laughs> and uh, one of the reasons why, for me personally, it really freaked me out is, um, just put myself on blast a little bit here, but I'm a person that ever since I was a little girl, I've always had dreams that come true. It doesn't mean that I'm psychic. I just want to throw that out there right now. Um, I just feel that there's people out there that can have dreams that come true and people can view them as psychic or whatever, clairvoyant, which by the way, clairvoyant means clear vision. So to be clairvoyant isn't so mystical. It's just having clear vision. You know, maybe you just um, see things a little differently, more in a raw way that a lot of people find it hard to strip away all of the distractions in life. And that's all it is. And for me, I feel I was able to grasp that concept before I even knew it because I've always been a spiritual person ever since I was a little girl. I've always been the type that goes to prayer for everything and things like that. So I think that's why I've always had this like clear, clearer vision. And for me, oh my gosh. Okay. It's like every time I have like some shady boyfriend, this happens. So I'll have a shady boyfriend and then I'll start having dreams, right? Like they're cheating on me or being weird, whatever. And then I'll tell them about it. And then they'll always say the infamous, Shelly, it was just a dream. It's just a dream. So a couple years ago, I had this awful boyfriend and he said the infamous, it's just a dream. By the way, in my dream, he was cheating on me. And by the way, he was cheating on me behind my back. Anyways, so I remember telling him, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? Because a friend of mine had suggested that I kept in my phone a dream log. So I said, you know what? I hate when people say that to me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start writing down my dreams in my phone. And when things happen, I'm going to be like, see, see. And lo and behold, that did happen, by the way. So Sarah Connor is somebody who freaked me out as a little girl because she had these visions. She had these visions and no one was believing her. They thought she was crazy. Yet she was somebody who had information, who had clear vision, who had a huge purpose to the future, especially her son. And it was just one of those things where that's kind of a little technical difficulty there, but here I am back. But that's one of the reasons why Sarah Connor freaked me out so much because 
I identified with her character. And when I was in high school, because I've watched this movie a million times. So when I was watching it in high school, I remember telling my dad at the time, I was like, Sarah Connor has like some awesome arms. I really want her arms. So in high school, I started to do the weight training class. I was the only girl in the weight training class because I wanted Sarah Connor arms. And to me, it wasn't just because they looked great, but I was like, oh my gosh, what if this could happen? Like, wait, I got to be mentally, physically, and spiritually ready for anything that can go down. What if the end of the world happens? And um, it's just one of those things where for me, Terminator 2 just made me understand Sarah Connor more because the first Terminator was kind of boring to me. I should probably rewatch it now that I'm older. But uh, I feel that I just connected more with Sarah Connor and the whole role she plays in the film. And what's funny, too, is, uh, you know, Miles Dyson here was a person who was a family man. He's just at home doing his work and Sarah Connor goes to try to off him off, off him off. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she tries to go off him because she's trying to protect the world, but she can't even do it because she realizes that he doesn't know what he's doing. And then that freaks me out to like current life because now that I'm older, I understand life in a different way. When I was a little girl, I was definitely one of those people who I thought, all doctors are good. All cops are good. You listen to your parents. You listen to your teachers. All authorities. Well, fast forward to nowadays, and it's like you can't trust anyone. And just because somebody's an adult doesn't mean that they know what they're talking about or they're not going to be corrupt or shady or whatever. I mean, just look at life. So I feel it's a real humanizing moment when Sarah Connor finally has the person that if she just gets rid of him, she can possibly save the future and prevent these things from happening. But she can't. Even though she's trust her visions, even though she's very militant, the heart, the soul just can't do it. And it's really funny because if my friends and I, we quote uh, Terminator 2 all the time. And it was like, oh, Skynet, Skynet. And it's so interesting to me. How it used to be kind of a joke, and now with technology and the different things that are out there, we're like, oh my gosh, freaking Skynet! Ah! So that's why I keep saying that this movie really freaks me out. And then let's get to Arnold. Okay, I live in California. I'm from California. So he became the governor. So I enjoyed, while he was the governor, <laughs> he would even say quotes from this film because this film is freaking awesome. Um, the part that made me cry was, you know, when he said, there's one more and he has to, da -na -na, da -na -na. every time, if I don't feel like crying, I will not watch the end because I'm just like, oh my gosh, after everything they went through and then the thumb up, <sighs> I give the governor the thumb up, <laughs> not for a second, there you go. Shadiness. Look at he got busted for being shady. Oh, the governor. But anyways, back to Terminator 2. I feel it's action-packed. And here's another thing that I love, being that I am in California, uh, Los Angeles. There's a lot of places here that they film the movie. And every time I go on that bridge, I'm like, this is the Terminator bridge. This is the Terminator 2 bridge. There's the, um, where they have that chase and this, this, and this. So, 
I maybe some people would think that this is my ultimate favorite movie, but again, that was Back to the Future 2. That's why I had to do that one first. But it's way up there because it's one of those films. I feel like when you have a great film, it's something that will stick with you. It'll stay with you. You'll make little inside jokes. You'll look for the locations. Uh, you quote them. And that's exactly what Back to the Future and Terminator 2 are for me. But Terminator 2 has that element of this could happen. And if it does, what do I do? And what if you are Sarah Connor? No one's listening. <sighs> Every time I hear that, I'm just like, yes, Terminator 2 is about to come on. And a little side note, I used to watch back in the day on Nickelodeon, this uh, show called Salute Your Shorts. And there's a redheaded character on there. He's like the bully. He's John Connor's friend. So that's another little thing. I'm always like, oh, there's that guy from Salute Your Shorts. And for me, that was, um, I think, everyone's introduction to Ed Furlong, who is an amazing actor. It sucks that he kind of fell off. And uh, I don't know if he still does acting or whatever, but, you know, he was kind of a little bit of a hot mess. And um, hopefully he's picked himself up. But at the end of the day, he'll always be John Connor. And I think that's a really cool title to have because here he was playing the young John Connor and was a great storyteller to make you connect and understand John Connor and before he became this leader and the steps that led up to it. He didn't even know that was his fate. He even thought his mom was crazy. But at the end, he realized, oh, S.H., it's going down, and she knew the whole time. Probably like some of those ex-boyfriends. Anyways, this, I hope you've enjoyed this edition of Bikini Movie Review, highlighting Terminator 2. Make sure to subscribe to the Boss of Horror YouTube channel right here so you don't miss another one. And until next time, once again, I'll be back. Da na 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 na